Victory 91.5. You know, sometimes we get so much into the worship that we forget that we have to turn a microphone on. <laughs> and I almost did. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. We have a lot of great music that we get to bring you on the daily here at Victory 91.5. That was Sanctus Real, Won't Let Me Go. Uh, we're going to jump back into the teaching here with our very own Ray Haynes. And, uh, you know, human decision often brings consequences. Sometimes mm -hmm. those are good consequences, but yeah. oftentimes it's to redirect and make us make a better decision the next time. Yeah. So. <laughs> and sometimes uh, your consequences is just too much to actually help you in that way. This one's called Good Men and Dead Men. So sometimes <laughs> your consequences you get one chance and that's it. And that was the case of this one. So, so it's Facing the Giants, the Ice Pie Edition. Today was is why the, here's the, the cleverness of that. <laughs> Today's the day the 12 spies were dispatched to search out the promised land. And of course, we all face giants. Uh, sometimes, you know, if you read the news or watch the news, you stop. Just stop. That would mm -hmm. help you. Oh, that, would help. that would help your whole day. But sometimes we get on social media and it just drives us crazy too. And it gets us full of fear and anxiety and worry. And here's the thing. I hate to just cut it down to the simplest of, of terms, but you know, all those things that you're filling out your heart with and your mind with, those are the tools you're going to have to fight your giants. Mm. And you see, when the slaves came out, came out of Egypt, their little bag of tools was filled with basically generations of slavery. Yeah, They really didn't have the tools and, and they really didn't stop to receive them from God. So the Israelites make it to the borderland. It takes them a little over a year to go from Egypt out of slavery to do everything they had to do at Mount Sinai. They finally get there, but that's as far as they make it. So we need to ask the question, <laughs> what happened? So listen to the story from Moses. This is Deuteronomy 1. So we departed from Horeb, went through all that our God had commanded us. Then we came to Kadesh Barnea. And I said to you, famous last words, I said to you, <laughs> you've come to the mountains of the Amorites, which Jehovah your God is giving us. He's given us. You understand that? Put that bold for you. Look, Jehovah your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it as Jehovah Elohim of your fathers has spoken to you. Do not fear or be discouraged. That's his sermon. That's the the uh, Braveheart, paint your face blue, inspire you to go in moment for him. Yeah. And here's what he says. Every one of you came near to me and said, now he might have been exaggerating because I doubt four million people actually came up to him, but at least the heads of the tribes and said, let us send men before us and let them search out the land for us. Bring back word to us of the way by which we should go up and of the cities into which we shall come. Now, here's the deal. These jokers were just as rebellious as they were on every part of this exodus. And Moses made the worst mistake of his life. Moses said, the plan pleased me well. So I took 12 <laughs> of your men, one man from each tribe, and they departed, went up, the, up into the mountains, and came to the valley of Eskel and spied it out. Now, for me, because I love the Exodus, I probably read the story and all the things that surround the Exodus more than any other story. I just, I love it. It goes with the feasts, obviously. So when we hear that request, in my ear, the moment I read that, those verses, 
let's send somebody else. Let's let's pick some guys and send them in. God already told us, but let's check it out. Let's check it out. God says go in, and God's going to be with us. But no, no, no. Let me let's send in somebody we know, somebody we can trust. <laughs> when I hear that request, let us send men before us. Let them search out the land for us. I know how bad it's going to be for them. I, I already know the end of the story, but it reminds me of what happened to them. A year before, when God first tried to invite them to come near to him, when he first, they first met him on Mount Sinai, you know, 50 days after they left after Passover, and they refused to go near to him. Yeah. It was supposed to be their wedding. I talked to you about this at Pentecost, and for years I've been teaching about it, but here's the... The story, if you will, from Moses and God. So it was, when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders, and you said, Surely Jehovah our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we've heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We've seen this day that God speaks with man, yet he still lives. Hmm. And then it's like you're reading somebody else's book. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of Jehovah our God anymore, then we shall die. Hmm. We've lived so far, we just don't see that it's going to keep happening. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and lived? Oh, my goodness. So they say to Moses, now, if there was any guy I want to meet in heaven, it's Moses. Because here's what they say. You know, we're pretty sure if we go meet with God, we're going to die. You, you go, go near. <laughs> you go and hear all that Jehovah our God may say. You tell us what Jehovah our God says to you, and we will hear and do it. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Nice knowing you. Yeah. you know, uh, they're just terrible. And I love God's response. He said, they are right. In all they've spoken, oh, that they had such a heart hmm. in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go and say to them, return to your tents. <laughs> so he <laughs> says, all right, I got it. It's the saddest verse of the Bible. You can hear God's heart breaking. <laughs> Just tell them to go back to their Fine, tents. Fine, go back to your room. Go, on. go ahead. The ceremony ends, the bride goes one way, the groom goes the other. The marriage is delayed for 1,500 years mm. until the real bridegroom comes down and says, all right, let's do this in person. Mm. What's the issue that will forever haunt them? It was the first Pentecost, I think. We know from the Pentecost that we're all familiar with 2,000 years ago, what it was really about, then that's the Holy Spirit. He's called the comforter. Mm. See, they refused the father. And they were afraid of the one who had come to be their comforter. And so fear would ultimately destroy them. God had already made a way for them if they would just have let the comforter come. Mm. That's still happening today, by the way. Yeah. All right, now back to today. 3,500 years ago, Numbers 13. All the people demand from Moses, let us send men before us. Let them search out the land for us. And Moses says, yeah, go ahead. So... God sends, uh, also joins, God agrees. He says, okay, each tribe must supply their best man, a prince, a leader, to spy out the land. Now, 
if you didn't hear the last time, I'll be back in 40 days on the 9th of Av because uh, that's when they, the spies come back. <laughs> but we, we know what happens. I'm going to teach you about the fallout of what happens in all the details and when the spies return. It's bad. It's really bad. Too much for today because I want to talk about the Giants today. 40 days later, here's just a quick preview. On the 8th day of Av, the spies returned, bearing samples of this huge fruit, along with some very bad news. We came to the land which you sent us, and indeed it flows with milk and honey. This is its fruit. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the Negev, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Emirates in the hills, the Canaanites at the sea on the banks of the Jordan. So, if I was to sum it up for you, giants to the north, giants to the south, giants to the east, giants to the west, we didn't really have a good time. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. What did God say? But the men who had gone up with him said, we cannot go up against this people, for they are mightier than we. Mm. Now, here's the deal. You know, in Hebrew, some words have multiple meanings. And that phrase, then we, they're, giant, they're mightier than we, is the Hebrew word, memenu, which also translates as mightier than he. Hmm. So the spies were saying, in effect, the giants are mightier than us and mightier than Jehovah. Wow. Oops. I mean, they just like to start fights with him. I don't get it. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they'd spied out, saying, the land through which we've gone, the spies, is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people, not some, but all, all the people we saw are men of great stature. They're all giants. There's no little people there. No children, no dogs, no cats. They're all giants. And all the congregations said to stone them with stones. And you know what happens. The glory of Jehovah appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before all the children of Israel. Mm. Then they pick up the stones. It's like, nope, 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 nope. I got your stones. Then God threatened to kill them all. And Moses steps in. And he says, you got to forgive them. He gives a long speech. And God says, okay, I'll forgive them. Just as you've spoken in my hearing, so will I do. But... The carcasses of you who've complained against me shall fall in this wilderness, except for Caleb and Joshua, according to the number of days which you spite out the land, 40 days, for each day you'll bear your guilt one year, namely 40 years, and you shall know my rejection. Ouch. Mm. Those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by a plague before Jehovah. So they didn't make it out of the moment. So what happened? You know, I talked about what happened at uh, Mount Sinai. They refused the comforter. That's huge. But way back at the Red Sea, here's a verse in Exodus 14. When Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. And I looked it up, the Hebrew. You know what it means? They were very afraid. They were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Uh, you know, they never stopped being very afraid. They said to God over and over, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians. But these are not really good church members right here. They're really not. They never believed that God was greater than their problems. But my question to you for this next, as we get ready for the next break, is uh, how would we handle 40 days in the land of the giants? Mm. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> We're going to go back and look at those giants up close, where they come from, and why uh, they cause faint hearts in the Israelites.